We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time consuming. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost incomplete. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. That's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. When you sign up for free at sports.axios.com, you'll get the best stories from the NBA and NFL to cricket and ping pong and everything in between. Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up and it's free. Go to sports.axios.com. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friend sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And the best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free sports content delivered directly to you sign up at sports.axios.com again try it for free at sports.axios.com Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 52 on the Blue Wire Network. And this episode is an emergency podcast, and we got some, we got two very breaking news. What the fuck? 
did they do? Yeah, it's uh real bad. Malcolm, do you want to go ahead and uh read off the first the report fuck? that we found out on the, the day? What the fuck? What? Ha what happened? What did the lions do? No, yeah. no, what, what, God, what? why me? Man. Right, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll read it off. You don't want to read it? Please, please, <laughs> please read it off. I can't even. What did they do? All right, so the big news from the day reported from NFL Network's Tom Palacero. No. The Lions have traded safety Quandre Diggs no. and a 2001 seventh round pick to the no, Seattle no. Seahawks for no. the 2020 fifth no, no. round pick. What the, what the shit is this? What the fuck is that? What kind of shit is that? So you mean to tell me we gave up? Digs and a and a and a tra and a um a draft pick yeah. for a fifth. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to say. Um, actually, I do know what to say. This is worse. This is worse than the snacks trade. Snacks, at least he was thirty. Snacks yeah. had one year left on his contract. What did did the dig has one year left on? You talk about Golden Tate. You talk about Golden Tate, right? No, I'm talking about when we traded when we traded for snacks. We traded snacks for a fifth round pick. He didn't like that. I'm saying it was good. I'm talking about as far as oh, you're saying the trades and you're saying you're it, saying the reverse way, yeah. Yes, this yeah, is yeah. worse. This yeah, is worse this, this is because worse Diggs is younger, and not only did you give them Diggs and a pick, a seventh round pick. I mean, that doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, but for a fifth. Yeah, no, that's shit. for a fifth. For a fifth. Yeah. Five? This guy was a captain too. A fifth? They couldn't. So you telling you telling me no other team in NFL could have gave up nothing better? Uh, fifth? I, I don't know why they. I don't even know why they traded him for small. Reports where they were shopping him around this entire week, and that they they didn't really have many buyers. A fifth? Yeah, I wouldn't have traded for a fifth. Yo, if I was a player and I found out. Like I knew what, what like what I can do, and I just found out that my team traded me for a fifth. I'll probably like throw the goddamn table. Like I'll flip the table over. Like you bitches trade me for a fifth. Yeah, and this a is fifth? like I just don't understand the move either. It's just it's so shocking because, like I said, he's a captain a on your. He was a <laughs> he was a captain in your secondary. And, you know he he had really good relationships with a lot of guys on the team. These are the type of moves that kills a locker room, man. These are the type of moves that kill a locker room. Like, you know, people will say the Golden Tate. That trade last year made a lot more sense. It was an expiring deal. He was 30 years old. Quandre Diggs, they extended this guy, what was it, last year? Maybe two years ago? To, a, like, a three-year contract. And it was a very, like, friendly, a team-friendly contract, too. The way he was playing, you know, and... Not this year, but like yeah, before, yeah. it's just I don't understand it. Like I said, this is a type of move that kills a locker room, and I just don't understand. Like, what is the plan to this? Like, the Lions didn't get anything in return for this. Like, I know we're saying the fifth round pick, but like, if there was at least like a player that was a need or something like that, you could at least potentially justify this trade. But you just traded a starter away, Captain. For, and a captain away for a 2025th round pick. Are you showing that you're you're giving up this year? Like, wh where is the plan? What is Bob Quinn trying to 
do from this move? I don't understand. Pierre, please tell me you have something. I have Pierre, something. I don't know if I'm tell me. First of all, I want to say something. I would not have traded him for a fifth because fifth. he is 26 years old. Yeah, he's not having the best game of, of like he's not having the best year right now, but it's still early. He's coming off a hammy. I mean, let, let's just put it this way. This is what Pro Football Focus said. Um, Diggs is earning the second lowest grade of his career, 58.7 overall. That is due a lot to his struggles in coverage, second lowest career, and his tackling lowest of his career. He right now has the most missed tackles on the Lions. As a safety, that's not acceptable. Um, his size is a matchup issue. He, I mean, he could cover, but like if he's on a 6'5 tight end, he's like 5'9", right? Yeah. That that he's most likely going to lose that matchup. Okay. And okay, what did they do in the draft in the third round? They took Will Harris. Um, they have Tavon Wilson on the roster. They like CJ Moore right now, special teams, but they think he could develop into a solid defender later down the line. So you put all the year X together, and then you look at the Patriots. What do they do? They trade guys that they just think are not good enough. They don't really care about the team culture. Not if you're not doing your job, you get shipped away. It's just the way it is. That that's the way but, they operate. Okay. And Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn, they come from the Patriots. We know we say this isn't like really the Patriot way or whatever, but this is exactly how they're operating. They did it last year with Golden Tay. Golden Tay had a year left on his deal, but he was left in the locker room. He was playing well. They shipped his ass for a third, right? This is it's not similar. But Diggs was not is not playing well. He wasn't playing well. Um, he was out of position in that long feeling touchdown. That was supposed to be his spot. Slay handed okay. it off to him. Um, he's small, but but he's like he brings energy to the team. He's a damn captain. He's a vocal leader. I love the way he plays when he plays well. He's a hard hitter. He he, he plays with a chip on his shoulder. Homegrown talent. Yeah, he's a homegrown talent. Sixth round pick, you know. But at the end of the day, they thought they like Will Harris right now. So they're going to roll, roll with Will Harris. They have Tavon oh, and CJ Moore. And they have, I'm not done, they have two roster spots open, okay? And yeah. I also want to say this. They freed up $1.6 million of cap space this year. $3.4 million in 2020 and $7.34 million in 2021. So they did free up some cap space, okay, for a guy that wasn't playing that well this year. Would I have given up on him? No, but they thought it was time to move on That's for whatever reason. From, man. Yeah, I don't know why they moved on from him. The, the teammates love him. Like, the locker room right now is not happy. I don't want – I mean, what does Patricia say to them? Listen, guys, we traded him for a fifth. Like, what the fuck? Like, the players are be like, What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Like, I don't know how you address the team in the team meetings tomorrow, but I'll say this. I think the Lions have another move up their sleeve. They have two roster spots open, okay? They better. We, we know the linebackers, we know the front seven isn't good. Maybe they add a difference maker or a good player in the front seven. I want to talk a little more about Diggs. So, you know how we've been preaching and almost like I seem like every episode that this is a win-now team, or they're at least building this team to be a win-now team, right? Right. So why are you giving away a starter that would help you win now? And I, I, I understand what you said, clearing the cap space. But if we are in win now mode, you already had the cap space to build around that. Like freeing up Calandre Diggs is not gonna free up a ton of cap space when you already had cap. Like if you were like the Vikings, let's say, like 
you need another player. And like, let's say they had a guy like Quandra Diggs who wasn't playing like really well. And like, let's say Xavier Rhodes. This is just an example. The Vikings trade Xavier Rhodes for a fifth round pick because they think they can get something better in return, like upgrade by freeing up cap space because he makes money. That makes more sense because they are in like cap depth. You know, they're one of the worst teams in cap right now. But the Lions, I believe, are a top 10 team in cap right now. And you still had the the resources to make a deal that could help your team now. I don't re- I still don't understand the move cuz because it doesn't show a direction cuz now you're trusting a rookie, a third round rookie who I personally don't think he's really ready enough to start yet. I think he's he has a good future. I don't think he's personally ready to start now. I've said that before. And now just throwing Will Harrison, Tavon Wilson, it's kind of a shitty situation. You just gave away a captain right now for a fifth-round pick. And, like, what does this fifth-round pick do for you now? And what does it really do for you? I mean, I guess all time will tell, but what does that really do for you in the long term either? All right, I'll say this. You said it went now, right? But Quandre Diggs was a liability when he was on the field. Is that fair? Fair. Okay. Yeah, he hasn't been playing well. He hasn't been playing well. He hasn't been playing well. And I told you guys this before they trade him. I think I told you guys on Monday or Sunday during the game. Yeah, I, you were texting, I texted you, were you guys like, Quandre Diggs doesn't look like Quandre Diggs this year. Yeah, we're saying that. playing well. We've been but saying he needs to get shit together. He needs to get shit together. We, yeah, we, he had to get shit together. Maybe, but maybe the front office is sending a message to the locker room. Listen, guys, you don't perform. You're not staying here. Maybe they needed that to wake him up. We don't know exactly what they're thinking, but it could be a message to the locker room. Listen. You don't play well. We don't care who you are. We don't care how much we pay you. We'll ship you. Yeah, sometimes that doesn't work. You can look at the yeah, other way around, yeah. That doesn't. That sometimes doesn't work. And and to go back to what you were saying about that the New England Patriots, that like this is something New England Patriots would do. Right. You know, they, they they do stuff like this all the time. Exactly. But the difference between us and the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots have been successful since two thousand and one. Right. Do you know what that means? That they've been going to the playoffs. Every single year and contending every single year since 2001. Right. The only year they missed the playoffs, they went 10 and 6. Right. Wow. That's the only year they missed the playoffs. <laughs> and that was a year, that was the year that Tom Brady missed 16 games, I believe. It was 16 games. They got hurt week one. And Matt Castle was their quarterback. Right. He went 10 and 6, missed the playoffs. Tom, Bill Belichick tomorrow could say, he could go to the presser and be like, look, we're releasing. Julian Edelman, James White, and Rich, and, and Gilmore. <laughs> Everybody go back. Oh, well, the the Patriots. Who gives a shit? They're going to no, go to the playoffs. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say get what you said. Like Gilmore. <laughs> what I'm so saying dumb. is, if they make a big roster move, they're they're a successful franchise. Yeah, they but win. Lions. The Lions are trying to mimic what they do. They okay. literally have Patriot guys there. They have Bob Quinn. He's from the Patriots. Matt right. Patricia doesn't tolerate bullshit. He's you. from the Patriots. I but know we're not the Patriots. Not the Patriots. But we're trying we don't to have, we like don't the have their. We have the people. We have the people here, but we don't have the history behind it. But they're if we don't have the history to show it, if we don't have the history to show it, this is the thing. This is the big thing right now. When they do make a move in New England, they say, you know what, it works because Bill Belichick could go to the to the thing like and say, look, look at all my rings. These are my rings. <laughs> we did this shit. Brady could do the same shit. Hey, look, he holds his hand up. Look, these are all my rings. Right. Listen to whatever, listen to whatever this dude says because it's going to work. Look at all my rings. We can't. We won't have nobody do that shit. 
We have a six Nintendo represent. We don't have nobody. We don't have nobody do that shit. Let's hold on to that thought. Let's take a quick break, and we'll get back. Whenever I get ready for that big business meeting, a lot of people ask me, "Hey, Malcolm, where'd you get your suit from?" And I tell them I only get my suit from one place, and that place is Indochino. Indochino was founded on behalf that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. Now, when I shop for suits, I gotta make sure I'm fresh, and I gotta make sure I'm getting the best price available, and Indochino definitely gets you that. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand that makes suits, shirts, coats, and more, and everything made to exact measurements for a great fit. The best part about it, they're affordable, and almost all their custom clothing is under $400. The process is plain and simple. You choose your fabric, pick your customization, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom, or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. Start your styled upgrade now with a $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering BlueWire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com promo code BlueWire for $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more. That is an incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. Europe. All right, guys, we are back. So, Malcolm, continue what you were saying about the whole winning culture thing. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, like New England, they could push like that because their history, they're they're a winning, successful franchise. I get that we want to be that, but we can't just pull moves just because. Oh, New England can do it. New England could do shit because they could just do some shit because they're a successful, winning franchise. It's, it's, it's a little bit different on our end because we're not we don't have the history behind it so as far as that I, I mean i don't know as far as Diggs, yes he hasn't been playing well but you're telling me for a fifth look bro i'm telling you i don't agree with the move but i'm just saying like how they probably thought of it i'm just saying like they come from the patriots i don't i'm telling you i don't agree with this move at all but i'm just trying to like see like how they saw the move and i think that's how they saw it he I wasn't was playing you- well I would at least negotiate for at least another week because the, the trading deadline is at least another, is, is next week. Well, it's I would at least negotiate. About at, least, it, bro. at least try to get the best offer. You're telling me a fifth? It and tells you, you what to. they think. I mean, it tells you what they think about him. Let's be honest. They trade him for a fifth. He they don't think that high of him. He was a Pro Bowl snub last year. He should have yeah. went to the Pro Bowl last year. You know it. I know he, it. Oh, 100%. He exactly. was a Pro Bowl alternate, and he didn't, he didn't make it. But exactly. this year he wasn't he wasn't cutting it for uh, whatever wait, reason. Well, but it's still too it. early, you well, know. It's still yes. too early. They're only what six games in. They have ten games left. Um, last week he was coming off a hamstring injury. I think it's still too early to give up on him. But it tells you what they thought. They wanted to get rid of him really fast. They didn't even wait. They didn't wait at all. They're like, all right, you give us a fifth, we'll give you a seventh. Boom, done deal. It, it just tells you what they thought about him. I don't know. That's not that's not fair though because there's so many guys. There's so many guys on this team that are underperforming right now. Right. And just and just to point this on Kawandre Diggs, like let's say if our front seven was putting up applying pressure on quarterbacks, Kawandre Diggs would look a lot better, right? 
That's fair. Absolutely. Exactly. So are we like they're pointing most of the fingers at Quandre Diggs for this problem? Is that that's what it seems like? No, I wouldn't say that. They also have depth as safety, right? If if they were like to release one of this defensive linemen, they have no damn depth, bro. They yeah. have depth as safety. Like they drafted Will Harris in the third. When you draft someone he's in the third, ready. whether he's ready or not, he's playing better than Diggs. Is he though? He is. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, I think Focus had uh, Will Harris as the 39th best safety, and then Quandre Diggs at the 64th or something like that. How many snaps has Will Harris? How's he, how many snaps has he t- taken this year? He's, I mean, he's like he, he's been taking like so, like so much limited time that it's hard to get a a clear evaluation on what peer, what Pro Football Focus looks on him. Right, yeah. because he's not getting that many snaps. But they've seen him in the field. They see him in their classrooms. I mean, he's their guy. They obviously like him. He took him in the third round pick. Is he ready? I don't know if he's ready, but I guess it's like, let's throw him in there and see how he plays. See, the thing is, though, it's not like Diggs is an expiring contract where you have to just give up on him. Like, I mean, not, give up, not give up. Not give up. He has, yeah, like two more years, three more years. Yeah, two, two or three more years. I, I don't know. Yeah, three years. That's, that's worse. That's what I'm saying. You that's worse. You weren't forced to just trade Quandra Diggs. He wasn't like an expiring deal that you didn't think you were going to re-sign him. You extended this guy yourself. And... You basically kind of gave him like you're the strong. Uh, the middle finger. Yeah, it's basically, it's basically kind of a fuck you to everybody. Honestly, the fans, you know, it's a quandre, and even to the Lions locker room. And to me, I mean, I think this is a big fuck you to everyone besides Will Harris and Tavon Wilson. <laughs> that yeah, is like, you can't do that to your captain. Man. He's like he's the captain, man. Yeah, I just want to break down the captains are voted by the players, not coaches. So right, they're voted by the yeah. players. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's still big. Like you know, it, it doesn't justify. It. I'm just saying that not. It wasn't Matt Patricia that you no, know, actually you know handed Quandre that captain's rule. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't understand it. And I, you know, maybe I I actually went Instagram live like right when the news happened, and I was just in shock, and I didn't know what to All say right. really about it. I was actually in the hospital visiting um, a family member, and I got that. I was like, I got to step out for a sec. I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, I you were about to get the heart attack. You know, I was like, what the fuck's going on? I look at my phone, and I'm panicking, and they're like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I just got to go out make a phone call. So I just made some bullshit up. I got out. I was you like, need to go see right. a doctor. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Let, let's see what's going on here. Like, is this true, or is this, like, bullshit? And then, like, oh, shit, it's true. All right, what did they get? A fifth? The fuck is that? A and fifth? Bro, you combine a fifth with a seventh, that's basically like a sixth to me. Okay? It is. It they is. A seventh, they gave a 2021 seventh, and they got a fifth round for this year. That, that to me is like a sixth round pick. That, that's how I look at it at least. I, I don't know how other people look at it, but when you do a seven and a five, that's a six to me. That so I, I don't understand that. I, I don't. I think he's a lot better than that. A four, a four would have been fine with me. I would have been fine with a four, but a fifth, bro. A fifth round pick, like all, all I'm hoping, all I'm hoping for is that, you know, maybe tomorrow we have to do another emergency pod because we picked up a player. That's the only thing I'm hoping for. That's the best all case purpose. scenario. Um, that's best case scenario. Um, but Tyler, you say you had something to say about about Diggs? Oh yeah, just one last thought, and I kind of mentioned this earlier. They weren't forced to trade Kawandre. Like this wasn't like a desperate move. So. For how early they did it, it's, 
I, I don't like it because it tells teams... you what they thought about him. Yeah, I, mean, I, I get I it. Saw it. Could even be- they could have even benched him. They could have did something. Yeah, they, I, they I, just didn't want him on the team. I, I get it. I get it. If you a don't fifth. want him, but you had till next Tuesday to trade this guy. You gotta at least like teams will get more desperate near the deadline compared right. to week before the deadline. So if you were gonna trade him, at least wait a little bit, wait a few days. Yeah, like that is just unacceptable for Bob Quinn. You know, usually we give a lot of credit to Bob Quinn and what he does. That's unacceptable to me, what Bob Quinn does. Well, I think he has another move up his sleeve because I like hope so. We said, I mean, you don't, you just don't like trade him, and then you have they have two roster spots open, and we think one of them will be used for a running back. We'll get into that. Yeah, and then obviously the other one we're hoping like maybe a pass rusher or maybe they'll call um what's his face from IR they'll they won't, they'll That's activate right. him from IR not I'm sorry not they'll designate him to return and in those two weeks if he does well they'll have a they can bring him back but Austin Bryant yeah Austin Bryant thank you so yeah. we don't know um we have, we have Ray Smith we could always bring back yeah no <laughs> you guys um, we just don't. We don't know what he's going to do, but I think they have going to have move up to their seat because this pass rush is just unacceptable. The linebackers are are unacceptable, and call, call Fred Jones up. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, let's get into the other big news that the Lions did today. It wasn't a trade. <laughs> Very sad news. Uh, running back Kieran Johnson has been placed injury reserved. So, how can we okay? <laughs> our running game. Ty Johnson's, Ty Johnson's our starter. Who the fuck is that, man? Oh, actually, Patricia did say that they will be using a. Com- it's going to be more of a committee than just a. Oh shit! One. <laughs> so we get now have a group of. <sighs> now have a group of Ty Johnson, <sighs> JD McKissick, <sighs> and um, newly acquired Trey Carson. But <laughs> but 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 the New Orleans Saints just have released Zach Zenner. Mm. <laughs> all right, all right, Malcolm, 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 stop crying. You'll be fine. It's all right, Malcolm. It's all right. You okay? No, uh, no, okay, man. All right. <laughs> so, carry on Johnson obviously underwent knee surgery. He's going to be out. They're hoping he come back, but <laughs> I wouldn't hold my breath. I mean, even if he comes back in eight weeks, that's probably be around the playoff time, right? Somewhere around there, like four to like the last couple games. It's making the Super Bowl push, man. Yeah, it's gonna be like like towards the last couple of weeks, maybe into the playoffs. <laughs> All right, Malcolm, 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 it's gonna be okay. Let's let's talk why. Lions have kept space, and there are some talented backs available. Um, please, please send me some good news, man. Ready? Kenyon Drake is available. Oh, no, <laughs> no, not not him. He's yeah, number um, two back. Yeah, he's there's rumors two. that Melvin Gordon could be available. Okay. Melvin Gordon, you know, look, the Lions, they need to find another back. Um, I love Kerryon Johnson, but he's just not um, reliable. He's been hurt. And if you look at his injury history, he, he had a lot of injuries in high school. He had a lot of injuries in college. And right now in the NFL, he had his, uh, a knee injury last year, I believe. Second and now his, his, other knee, his other knee this year, both times on IR, he's not... He's not reliable. I, I love Carryon Johnson, but at this point, you can't rely on him for 16 games. So, 
the Lions need to find another back. And it just sucks because we thought this kid was going to be special. I mean, he still could be special, but right now it doesn't look like he could be your number one back. Maybe he has to split carries with someone. He's not a guy who could go out and carry the ball 20-plus times a game. He'll get hurt. I want to bring up uh, something. We talked about Kenyon Drake and um, Melvin Gordon. But those guys have had durability issues as well. They've dealt with a lot of injuries in their careers. Now, I was thinking about this. This is just speculation. This is not saying the Lions are going to trade for this guy. This is just me thinking, and I want to bring it up to you guys. So the New York Jets, they they signed Le'Veon Bell to a big deal, and apparently Adam Gase did not want to give him that type of money, but McKagan still did. Now McKagan is gone. At GM, they have Joe Douglas from the Eagles. If you're Bob Quinn, let's say you call the Eagles. I mean, you call the Jets. What would you offer for Le'Veon Bell? He's still a good back, okay? His numbers might not show up, but Adam Gase is awful. Their O-line is awful. His running backs coach is Jim Bob freaking Cooter. Think (laughs) about that for a second. Um, What would you guys give up for a guy like Le'Veon Bell? He's 27, okay? Um, He has... $13 13 million due in 2020, 11.5 million due in 2021, and 13 million due in 2022. All right. But there could be like some bonuses in there. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure exactly. So how, how old is he? He's 27. He's 27. 27. But he didn't play mm. last year. So think about that. He take a year off, basically. So All right. let's. What do you so, guys So Lev, Le'Veon Bell, the running back from Michigan State University. Okay. Um, okay, so if he is somehow available, let's say he is somehow available, the Lions want to contend, they want to win now, why not pull the trigger on a guy like Le'Veon Bell? If, you know, because that's a running back who's a true number one back in this league, who could be a top five running back in this league with, you know, a good offense. We've seen it in Pittsburgh. I'm not saying our offense is as good as that Pittsburgh offense, but... Our offense has been pretty solid this year, and I think you put uh, Le'Veon to the system. That could really make this offense a lot much better than what it has been this year. Um, If he is somehow available, I think the Lions need to be aggressive for a guy like Le'Veon Bell because we said it, carry on. I don't know if we can count on him to be a number one back anymore, but you make a move for Le'Veon, I don't know if that's really – a role carry on would like to be when he when he is back to be like a number two back like he'd be he has a, no choice yeah i mean he'd be a true number two back at that point is what i'm saying like i don't know if that's him i feel like carry on is still a number one back that needs a guy that like split carries with you know a guy like let's say you know when atlanta had Devonte freeman and tevin coleman or like new orleans had kamara and ingram or now they have kamara and murray I feel like when you have a guy like Le'Veon, he kind of just takes over that whole workload, and you don't really need really good running backs behind him. Like you only need guys like Ty Johnson. You need guys like J.D. McKissick, guys that get the ball every so-so. But Carrion still needs his touches in the game, and if they do acquire a guy like Le'Veon Bell, I'm not against it, just because I'm not sure Carrion's your future back anymore. I like him a lot. I think he has a lot of upside. But durability is huge in this league. And if, if you want to be a dominant back, you know, you need – if you want to be a true dominant number one back, you know, you have to expect to get 20-plus carries probably per game. Right. 
and you know you have to be healthy out there obviously where i think carrion fits more into a role of kind of being like a good you know compliment one like a good Devonte freeman type a good matt burita type you know a guy that goes compliment with a really good behind running backs behind him like tevin coleman a guy like Mel, mark ingram if you bring a guy like Le'Veon bell you're not really having that you know 50 50 system Le'Veon's gonna take all over the workload if you bring a guy like him so I'm not against the deal if they if he is somehow on the market, and if they do go for it, awesome. I'm all down for it, and it could be like for a second round pick. Sweet, down for it. Yeah. I just don't know what the future means for Carryon Johnson. What would you oh. give up? What's the most you'd give up? You know, I'd say a second, but if you really want him and he's actually out there, I mean, would you do a first? <laughs> I do this. I do the second and probably a fifth. They have two fives now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you I can do that. Do a second and fifth, maybe a second and a fourth. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't like giving up first round picks. I feel you. Um, but you know, he is like a. You know, he's still pretty young. He, I mean, I don't think he'll go for it first, even if he was on the market. But with the money he makes right now, right. Um, I don't know if he running backs usually do not go for first round picks in this day and age. It's just even in the draft. I mean, I know we saw guys like Josh Jacobs, Saquon Brock. Those are different. Um, but you see kind of like now he's a veteran back considered because he's 27 years old now. He's not like a 23-year-old back or 22-year-old back. So um, I think a second round and like another mid-round pick, if he was somehow available, that's like – this is pure speculation like we've mentioned. That is like what you'd probably give up for a guy like Lev. Like I'm um, not so, even speculating. I'm just like bringing up like a scenario. I'm not yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's – yeah, completely yeah. fair. 50, okay. Alright guys, that is a wrap to episode 52 of the Pride Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. This wasn't really the episode we want to talk about. Usually our emergency podcasts have been good. You know, like the Mike Daniels one was fun to talk about. This was not the emergency podcast we want to talk about. Trading Quandry and then placing carry on an IR. You know, we got the Giants coming up very soon. So we'll preview that and we might, you know, trade deadline is always crazy, man. We might not, we might have another emergency podcast for you guys very soon. So, yeah, we'll see. But as of right now, our plan is to preview the New York Giants coming to the Ford Field on Sunday. But for now, that's all we got for you guys. I am out. Hope you guys enjoyed. See y'all. All All right, guys, uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Apple, uh, Podcasts. And uh, we appreciate all the support. Thank you. Peace out. Peace. The Pride Podcast is sponsored by the D-Line. A lifestyle brand celebrated by Detroit and the great state of Michigan. Visit thedline.com for awesome apparel, stickers, and more. Thedline.com for Detroiters made by Detroiters.